Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7 to the gg over easy podcast welcome everybody today we are going to be giving mr fruit a well-needed break he's been working hard so me and rob are going to uh you know vibe it out with you guys get a little bit take over the podcast duties if you will you know a little bit a little more personal podcast uh we talk about destiny 2 the witch queen our thoughts on it our thoughts on the legendary campaign where we feel it fits in the tier list of destiny campaigns uh, we talk about a little bit of Horizon uh, in the Q&A. We have a lot of Q&A. We talk a lot about, about games. We talk about what games we like to see, what games we like, what games we poop, what games we eat, what games we shid, all that good shid. Uh, Wait, real quick in this about... intro, I think it's very important for people to know. Uh, poo or pee? <sighs> pee. Wait, say. poo. Oh, okay. Okay, I gotta say P. Okay. Uh, and then uh, outside of that, we uh, just kind of go over a lot of Q and A's. We spend yeah, a lot of time talking about Destiny, and uh, you know, it's just a, just a good podcast. Me and Rob holding the fort down. You know how it is for our Welcome. boy. And I hope you guys enjoy. Enjoy. And welcome back to the GG Over Easy podcast, episode one. Okay, we did this in the first take, and now I'm on the second take. I'm doing the same thing. I think All it's right. episode 122. Uh, we are Mr. Fruitless today. Mr. Fruit is taking uh, a week off from the podcast uh, to rejuvenate. Um, 
today. It is 122. It is 122? Yes. Okay, sick. See, it's a, I'm not even missing a step. Dude, you're nuts. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it'll just be Blue and I on the podcast today. Probably a little shorter of an episode. Uh, and this is probably uh, the Destiny episode, I would probably say. Oh, with, this is the Destiny episode with, for sure. With Witch Queen being out uh, for what? Probably two or three days now. It came out Tuesday, and we've been playing it pretty much. I mean... I wouldn't say nonstop, but I'd probably say like 10 hours a day, probably. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely playing like 10 hours. I, I took a day off yesterday of stream because like, I'm going to be honest, I don't think I'm built for this grind mentality anymore, which is great because Bungie doesn't think anyone should go through their leveling process either. So, Well, I mean, the leveling process has always been kind of uh, the same in the sense that you do one character do all the powerfuls and pinnacles you can and then go on your second take all the guns and then repeat but um and we've been doing that basically non-stop um but let's first things first about the expansion um if you are a destiny 2 player like me who doesn't really play destiny 2 very often um i think it is the best campaign destiny has ever had um by far and just in terms of just like story and stuff like that, I'm really not a lore god like Blue is, um, by any means. But like it was interesting, you know. Um, but it was by far like having the choice between like normal and legendary was awesome. Like it, the legendary missions aren't like hard to the point where it's like they just kind of have more health and you don't do as much damage, kind of hard. But it also had like weird kind of mechanic kind of builds to it. It was awesome. I loved it. It felt like it, we were doing like one long dungeon. That's very true. Yeah. And I thought that was so sick. Like, so like the best part of destiny for me is like doing raids and dungeons and like figuring out mechanics and like, okay, using my brain a little bit to see like, Hey, what do we have to do? And it's not just mindless. Like, okay, go shoot this, go shoot this. So when I went into the legendary campaign, I kind of just expected, uh, well, you know, mobs are going to be harder to kill. We're going to have to like probably use some 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 weapons that we don't normally use. And when I and when we started playing it, I was like, oh my, like there's like things we got to do. Like we actually have to figure out some mechanics. And it's not like like Rob said, it's not like they're hard, but like the fact that it's not just run around, run past a room, kill a couple mobs uh get some story like it really felt i just felt right it just felt I, I was so surprised and so like happy to have kind of some of that content to do right out of the gate um like having bosses that you had to actually figure things out was so sick and uh, i don't know it was just i, I from in my opinion I think the legendary campaign is the best piece of content they've ever put out in the game. Over uh, so better than like last wish raid, too. or like I, I think I, I guess what you're I see what you're saying. I think last wish I I prefer last wish right like I think that's last wish is my favorite raid, but as far as like if I get to if I have to look like I don't really look forward to raids as much as I used to like I do but like like i know it like once i do the raid like i'm probably gonna be off destiny for a little bit yeah if i have like a legendary campaign like that to look forward to every x pack like i will be stupid stupidly excited for expansions more than i am yeah 
because I love that. Uh, that Lightning campaign was amazing. I hope we get more content like that. I just want like the legendary campaign is like what I want destiny to be. Like I want when they were at least like a new strike or something, like I wanted to be like a little bit of something to do instead of like, okay, run through the area, run through the strike, kill boss. Uh, like that's fine, but like, it's boring. Like I want, that's why I love final fantasy so much. Is like every dungeon, everything you do has something you have to a little bit of a puzzle you have to figure out and so the legendary campaign felt like everything i want destiny to be to be honest lad i don't want mechanics and stuff to just be in raids just be in dungeons i kind of want them to be a little bit of a part of everything yeah and that was i I love that Uh, i i just i love the legendary campaign it was amazing yeah it was super sick like um especially like the last fight too like it's not a hard oh. fight to say, but you have to be, like, precise. And, like, you have to just kind of have, like, a plan and execute it and stuff like that. Not to the point where it's like, oh, my God, we're never going to beat this, this type sucked, of thing. This fucking But yeah. it, was, it was like, yo, I got to work with my homies. Yeah. What can we – how do I want to – how do I want to approach this? Yeah, and it was like you – we did our first run and we realized, oh, we should have cleared ads rather than just having three of us on the the wizard. So blue wind to clear yes. ads. So it's like those little things that like, oh, it's like you have the DPS and the and the ways to beat it, uh, and you're not like hard gated by just like damage lock or something yes. like that. Yeah. It's more like so ordinarily ordinarily in the last fight, it would have just been us three just fucking mow down everything. Yeah. Cool. Then we got to the story. And we would have been done in like four hours. But with the legendary, like, okay, we figured out, oh, okay, like we got to kill mobs so we our DPS phase is cleaner and let's use some different weapons. Okay, Fruit and Rob, go kill the wizards to start the DPS phase. Blue, kill the ads, and then he'll meet you at the last wizard. Like, that is that is way cooler than, yeah, we just kind of like killed Sabathun. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, she... <laughs> it, Almost like, yeah, she did. like with the, let's compare like expansion. So like TT, like the Taken King and when you fight Oryx at the end there, it's basically like you get to a damage gate, he runs away, you shoot at a ghost yep. and then he pops back up. Like there's really like yep. no kind of mechanic to it at all. Um, this one, if, like you said, if we have this to look forward to, um, I'm all in like, it, like that was awesome. It is by far, uh, by my, far my favorite destiny 2 campaign i wouldn't say expansion yep. just quite yet because i mean i've only yeah. we haven't had the raid yet or anything like that and it's only been like three days um uh, but like with these first three days i mean it already feels like as good as like forsaken taken king and stuff like that i yeah and it doesn't seem it they're making it as grindy to be raid ready um which well, is well i think they know cool. that their their power level system is not great and I think it's actually dope that they, I think contest mode, as much as I didn't like it at first, I think it's amazing that they've kind of like, not necessarily invalidated the power grind, but made it to where like, I don't have to spend the next two weeks playing old content yeah. to get to the raid. That was my biggest problem with older x-packs is where like okay i did the story and now i go play gambit and crucible and strikes until my eyes bleed like that sucked so yeah i mean we still had to do that a little bit 
but at least like it was like okay i get to like let's do the new exotic quest like there's some new activities for us to do they handle that a lot better and knowing that the power cap is i mean we we can kind of guess the power cap now more than we used to be able to and like everyone was kind of right like about 1530 for the raid so i don't know it just makes it way like less like I just feel way less like it's a job to play Destiny to get ready for the raid. So I, I think that's great, especially for uh, players who want to raid. Like having accessible raids is so important. I know people like the difficulty, and I like the difficulty too. But Destiny's never been like that hard of a game. So like having the power grind be accessible to everyone, so everyone can go into the raid, is way better than versus like okay, you have to power grind your brain off for two weeks and then you get to go on the raid. Yeah, and like that, and that, especially for me, like as somebody who wants to go and play like other games and stuff like that, I'm stoked I get to go stream Elden Ring now and not feel like oh, I'm missing yeah. out on hours I could put a, on my second character of content I've already done, you know, yada, yeah. yada. It's almost more so like, it seems that like getting your roles already and like your armor set ready like that seems kind of the most important thing uh but uh i'm super excited for the raid i mean i've I've said it before day one raiding in destiny is like one of the best video game experiences i think you can have if you want to try and find an lfg group you should try and find an lfg group i'm sure you could try in the house fruit discord i'm sure Dude, people you... might be looking for raid teams in there and 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 not just that like I hope I can say in the future, legendary day one campaigning is up there with raids. Cause I would say this campaign was up there with like how much fun I had. Like um, I had just as much fun doing the legendary campaign as I did doing a raid. I, well, I didn't even expect it to be that long. Cause we started it around like eight o'clock like, or like we were, right it when it came 10 out. Hour, and nine, it was, nine ish, about nine hours. Yeah, like yeah, watching yeah. all going in through it blind our first time. And, like, with that, with, like, 20, 30-minute breaks uh, here and there, um, it took us about, like, 8 to 10 hours, like, somewhere around there. And it wasn't, like, a, not at any point in that 8 hours was I, like, I sure, I was, like, frustrated that we weren't being able to do it, but it wasn't, like, frustration to the point, like, it's, like, I'm doing everything I can. It's, like, it's not a damage output problem. It's more so just a like a strategy type of thing and that was awesome yeah. and i hope like they put that into more type of things uh in destiny uh because it was awesome like and if if you're old destiny head listening to this and going like man i'm really thinking about like trying witch queen again like try it, it it's a, a ton of fun it's even better yeah, if absolutely. you have a group of friends to try, like try and play it with because if you play a, yep. if you play a legendary campaign with friends who have played destiny in the past and have like haven't played it in a while I think this is the one like you should like try and like replay because I think 100%. it'll be fun. And then also if like you're an old destiny head and you did like raids and stuff like that to get raid ready doesn't really take that much time. Nowadays you can do one character, do all your powerfuls and pinnacles, which you probably have already like learned to do and stuff like that. If you used to play and that's all you really have to do on one character and you will be higher than what? 1530 by, by far. Yep. Um, and you will be raid ready. And so at that point, it's just about like finding a team and stuff like that. So it's, it's the best time, honestly, I think 
to come to destiny maybe even better than taking king i say destiny is hot right now yeah destiny is hot destiny is hot and there's somebody who is yep. very critical about destiny and blue and die both very critical yeah, of destiny. very critical about destiny uh there isn't much that bungie didn't get right about this honestly um not that i can really think of off the top of my head sure i'm sure there's some things you could really like poke and prod at but in general like I mean, I say this all the time. Like, if this is how Destiny 2 would have dropped or something like that, ugh. Like, oh, my God. I would have never stopped playing. Like, I wish this was Destiny 2 when it came out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if, if this was the campaign and how, like, the vanilla game dropped and they built off of Witch Queen, but instead of building off, like, the Red War or whatever that was. I think, was this campaign longer than the actual, like, Destiny 2 vanilla campaign? So, I don't think this was, like, significantly longer than any of the campaigns i think the difference is like the like actually fighting through things made this well one the narrative of the story was already way better than all the other campaigns but like having to actually like fight through bosses fight through waves sabathun having like fucking three boss phases sick as fuck and it just made the story like the experience of playing the campaign made the story better. Yeah. And then like in terms of like the grinding part afterwards, like when you're done with the campaign, you like Blue said you don't have to go and play like old content. Like they have new things to do where it's like sure you do this thing six times in a row to get three separate powerful drops, but at least it's like something new that you haven't done 50 times before this came out. So Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I still hate the power grind system but the fact that we you you really could only play new content and get and be raid ready like you don't have to do old vanguard strikes you don't have to go into crucible you don't have to play gambit you could play new content that they've given you in the throne world and be raid ready and i think that's dope yeah they just they just did they did a really good job yeah i think they made it a good job to the point where it's like if you're an old player it looks like it's a good point to play if you're a new player, it's a good point to play. If you're somebody who, you know, plays every once in a while casually, it's a great time to play. If you are like a dado, it's a great time to play. Uh, Destiny's hot. Uh, if you're thinking about this returning, so I think hot. you should get your friends to play it. I don't think it's as like crazy as the Taken King. I don't think it has that big of a wave. Personally, in my personal life, like Taken King was so big, my normal friends were playing it. Like, I don't think I have many, like, normal friends playing Witch Queen at the moment. I think it's more so Elden Ring. Um, But if you are not playing Destiny anymore and you've wanted to, like, return, now's the time. Uh, Yeah, I gotta agree. Is there anything else you want to touch on, Blue, Destiny-wise? If you wanted to give a score so far to, like, your Destiny day, day one to three expansions, you know what I mean? Like... I would give the legendary campaign like a 10 to be honest. Um, the power grind is still like a, like a six to me. Um, like I would give like my total experience with this X pack so far, like it's like a nine. Like I've been having a great time. The legendary campaign is for me the most, like probably the, I think it's the best content destiny can be putting out in the future. And I just, this is a really good X-Pack. I was so surprised after... Because honestly, 
Shadow Keep I thought was terrible. I thought Beyond Light was one of their worst X packs. I know people are gonna give me a hot take on that, but I thought Beyond Light was garbage for what it was supposed to be. Yeah. And Witch Queen is just like amazing. Witch Queen is up there with Forsaken and Taken King for me. Yeah, it's it's the legendary campaign is definitely a ten for me. Um I know Mr. Fruit would definitely be like retweeting basically all we're saying. Uh, I'm really looking forward to day one raid. It's super fun playing with you guys again too, like in a game like that is just like a nostalgia wave. Like I'll never get over because um, it's fun playing anything with you guys, but it is like different when all three of us are playing Destiny and we're enjoying it. Um, yep, 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 yep. So uh, I'm sure these next couple weeks we're gonna be definitely playing Destiny. It'll be interesting to see how I feel about it after the raid, but like most after expansions and raids in Destiny. I, I pretty much take a break, you know, because I've been playing the game constantly. Um, but unhealthily. But it'll be interesting, dude. Like I like thought about it, and I was like, Destiny is like a game I could like play like three, two to three hours like a day, maybe like go do your dailies and stuff like that, and then like maybe like oh Tuesday, dude, we're getting the boys and we're raiding tonight, like that kind of thing. It, I definitely can't play it like I used to in the sense like it's the only game I play, but like. I think Destiny is something I could just kind of work, slowly work back into the rotation. Like, it doesn't have to be something that, like, I lean yeah. on. But, you know, something I like, I just a little dabble every now and then. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well... Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've all been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up, it's about switching it up. Fume takes your bad habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning, flavored air device that just does that. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses delicious flavors. I love how this thing looks. It's beautiful and real wood. The shape of it is so cool, and I look cool using it. So if you want to be like me and break your bad habit, start the year off right with the good habit by trying fume.com slash GG and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off whenever they use the code GG to help make starting the good habit that much easier. So make sure you guys check it out in the description. Try fume.com slash GG. No PvP. I know this so isn't the last. Oh, spitting. Yeah, I know no, this no isn't the last. And I know, like, eventually, I will be to the point where there's nothing to do in Witch Queen. 
because I mean Bungie has a formula and they've they've definitely solved the game uh, in a way that is not like that doesn't like keep me interested. So I know it's not going to last for me. Um, I know in about a month or two I'm going to be like, yeah, I mean Destiny's cool, but it's eh. But I'm definitely never going to forget the legendary campaign. I'm sure the raid is going to be great. Um, whenever new seasons come out, I'm obviously going to play them. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess I, I've definitely accepted where destiny is and it's not a hundred percent for me, but if these X packs like this bring legendary campaigns, if we can get more, more content that is not like dick punching hard, but, but it's like the legendary where it's like, well, I mean, you know, there's stuff to figure out. Then I will, be way less critical of destiny than i am but for the time being i think destiny's destiny right now is hot destiny's hot right now yeah you'll definitely catch me streaming it every once in a while um definitely not like a full-time destiny streamer type of thing but i'm I'm really enjoying where the content is right now um but like blue just said i mean how many times after the the day one raid are we queuing destiny the next day like if anything like we're off destiny for like the next two weeks basically um, so I think there is something that we should touch on blue, um, that I think is important. Uh, Vladimir Putin is a cocksucker and we hate him. What a fucking loser. Yeah. Dude. What a loser. Uh, war sucks. Uh, uh, GG easy takes the stand that we are not about war and we like peace, you know, bold statement there. <laughs> it's just a hard situation. Cause yeah. seeing, you have to toe the line between like not starting a massive nuclear war that'll blow up the planet. It's but true, also, though. Like, like you're really right though. Like it really is to that point. But like also like hey, um Russia invading a free country that is its own country is kind of fucking like shitty. Like we should do something about that without blowing up the planet. So, I just I hate it. I don't know, dude. Why? Yeah. What's the point? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm answers. not a foreign policy expert by any means. Yeah, I'm sure right. back in the day, like in high school, when like I was like in school and stuff, I probably would have known more about it. Um, but make love, not war. Um, I'm not going to get into the specifics because I'm going to be honest. I'm not educated enough to get into the specifics. Uh, but I do know that uh, war leads to innocent people getting hurt, and I don't like that shit. So uh, all I can say is, you know, the boys here have massive love and support for people in Ukraine. Absolutely. Um, just fucking, I don't know, dude. I, I don't have any good answers. All I could say is like, people here are with them, but unfortunately, we can't do anything. It's kind of up to the higher ups. Yeah, which we're not sad, uh, but um, yeah, it just it just. Did you see that one video though of that like woman who said like if Putin was her son that like none of this. Would so be- there's so many like there's so many uh, there's so many like elites that are like so tone deaf in how they approach things, right? Like she was like, "I'm sorry, I wasn't your mom. Like I would have given you so much love, so you right. would have never done this." And I was like, "Listen, Becky, people are literally fucking dying well, because." Like- because of this can you not do your weird like gal gadot imagine fucking skit (laughs) well i think it's funny too like i see like zoomer twitters like it's 
like a Euphoria character profile picture, and it's like uh, ser- slash serious, and it's like po- basically talks about the Russia Ukraine thing, and has like seven hundred thousand like retweets, and like it's just like a Euphoria like character picture, and it's like talking about the Ukraine situation. I'm like, damn, like what like utopia am I living in? Where what a weird. Like, it's just so funny. Did you see? Uh, Joy Behar, she's a host on The View. I did not know. She, she, this is how out of touch people in the elite class are. Like, you know, like wealthy individuals, people who, you know, don't work day to day. This is how out of touch they are with, with normal everyday people's lives. She was like, yeah, this is going to influence a lot of things like prices and like, it's going to be harder to vacation in Europe now. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's what about? you're thinking People about are... is like vacationing Jesus in Europe. Jesus Christ, man. God. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's these kind of times that show the people that are like truly out of touch with reality. You're mask off right now. Yeah. That are like truly out of touch with reality. All right. I'm uh, going to be honest with you. We have a lot of Patreon questions to catch up on. So I thought you what know would what? be a better time. I'm down for Q&A. And then having like 30 questions to get us uh, through the Mr. Fruitless GG Over Easy episode 122. Uh, we have a question here from Mr. What the F. Says, could we possibly see a Dream Team versus Math class in Rocket League again? Forgot how hyped those videos were. That would actually be pretty sick. I'm sure Mr. Fruit would actually be uh, pretty inclined to do that. But it would be up to Math class and you because you're in Math class now. Yeah, I'd mute myself too. Um, dude, I don't. Well, one, you have to get data to play uh, Rocket League again, which I don't know if that's ever gonna happen. And two, I'm sure we'd be down, but no, I would love to have like versus content with like other people, but I would too. That would be sweet. That'd be a lot of fun. It's just really hard. Like coordinating with content creators is, is impossible. impossible. <laughs> Even as a content creator who has content creator friends, it I can't. You want to know? Kidding me on a schedule? The fact we get GG Easy done every week is a fucking is a miracle. Dude, here's guys. like here's my thing with uh, the uh, content creator circle and planning things. It's like, um, hey, who wants to record this? Oh, I'm so down. Yes, let's record it. All right, when can people record this? Crickets. Like. Like, can people record today? Yeah. Like, what time? Crickets. It's yeah, just like, like next month at 7 p.m. Yeah, it's like, it's just impossible. I don't know if it's like that in other fields of work. I just know in this one, it is quite impossible. Uh, have a question from Field. It says, hi, guys. My first question felt kind of redundant after the last episode. Here is a new one. Make the ideal game mashup. Uh, world slash story of one game, gameplay of a second, and finally the end game of the third. Also, I can't wait to get my Blue Westlow content plushie. Um, fun fact, on the content Blue Westlow dropped, hoodies should be shipping out next week. That's right. Yeah. The, the plushies are going to be delayed because yeah. uh, they are a little harder to make than hoodies. Yeah, and they're so ordered from for China. And like, yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. Look out for those in the next month. It's like so. March, middle of March is what we're kind of shooting for. Um. I guess world story of one game. If I could have the world of one game. All right. It's uh, going right. to sound cringe, but I guess the world of Overwatch. Hey, Overwatch has a sick aesthetic. Yeah. I, I, I would pick the world of Overwatch. Ooh, my chair. 
I gotta stop leaning back while I'm doing the podcast. I hate my chair. I have this weird chair right now, guys, that if you if I lean back in a certain way, it sounds like a weird creaky fart, and it's not. It's just a chair. I just need to get a new chair. Or tighten the screws. I don't know which it is. Okay, okay. So let me get this straight one more time. The world of one game. The gameplay. World and story of one game, gameplay of a second, and finally the end game of a third. World of one game, end game of a second. Gameplay. Okay, world, world, gameplay, end game. Okay, world, definitely Final Fantasy XIV's. The world and story, undefeated. Um, the gameplay, I would say the gameplay of like... I want- See, I would do like a blend of gameplay, to be honest. Because there's no game that I think has perfect gameplay. I do like Kingdom Hearts 2 gameplay... Yeah, I'm trying to think of something like that. In the world of Overwatch, Kingdom Hearts 2 gameplay with the end game of uh, World of Warcraft. <laughs> the old, oh, like, yeah, we yeah, like vanilla WoW when it was like cool and shit. I would say the world story of FF. I would have the gameplay be a mix of of like Dark Souls, Elden Ring and Final Fantasy. Like FF FF seven remake FF fourteen, and then I would have the end game of shit. Zard, I don't want to be a full on FF fanboy. Yeah, you're just gonna go Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy. I fucking love fourteen. Play Final right, Fantasy fourteen. Uh, <laughs> I'll say the end game. I would like to be something like old Guild Wars. Old WoW, uh, with a little, with a little smidge of Division One endgame. Okay. Uh, got a question from Pot. It says for Blue, has tanking got any better? I have my eyes set on Gunbreaker and have everything set up to play it, but re-listening to older episodes, hearing about how off tanking feels and plays, and then it says edit. After having tried uh, GNB and Paladin for a bit, I definitely enjoy playing Gunbreaker, but Ninja is also super fun to play too. I think tanking's gotten better as we get to more like gear that doesn't suck donkey dick. Because our gear early this X pack was garbage. Um, Basura. Which I mean, it's it's early X pack. Like that's kind of the point. But our gear was had terrible substats. Um, I I still like Gunbreaker. Melee is so hot this X pack. They did such a good job on melees. So I've been playing a ton of samurai. A ton of Reaper, a ton of Ninja, a ton of Dragoon. Melee feels amazing, this X-Pack. I think casters feel amazing. DPS just feels amazing, this X-Pack. Tanking tanking is very fun this tier. I still love Gunbreaker. I just... It's definitely not as smooth as it was before. My two favorite tanks, Dark Knight and Gunbreaker, are like... Taped together with WD-40 right now. So... Uh, but I do love how Paladin and Warrior play. They feel really smooth. Um, yeah, I've been I've been big on my melee brain lately, so very very poggers. Uh, we've got a question from Beast. Says, what kind of restaurant food challenges do you think you all could give a serious run at, like the Blazing Challenge at Buffalo Wild Wings with the heat, or other ones where you eat large burritos, pizza, Reese's cups, etc. I, I actually did one of those when I was in. You high did school. the Reese's cup. No, I did do the Reese's Cup. That was that was just 
just awful. Um, I got really stoned after and ate the leftover Reese's cups too. So it was great. It worked out great for everyone. Um, I did do like this, like it was like a seven pound breakfast burrito challenge here somewhere in like Denver. I forget where I, I was like 16 at the time. So this is like 12 years ago. And I remember I ate about like half of it and like threw up afterwards. Teachers, administrators, and other school staff play an important role. Education can be a shining light, and it's really the equalizer for everybody. You are making a difference in people's lives, including your students. You can have a really bad day at school and still realize that what you're doing is making a bigger difference. We are the best profession in the world next to doctors, but even a doctor had a teacher. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. So those are like the only food challenge. I don't think I could ever do like a food challenge. Like maybe when I was like 13, 14, because like I was just running and working out every day for seven days a week. So like I was just burning calories like a fucking racehorse. So maybe then, but not now. No way. I get like hot and sweaty when I'm like eating too much. Like I just call it quits i used to eat to the point where like i'd get uncomfortably full you know when you eat too much and you're like oh i used to eat like that all the time not anymore though is there anything you could give a run at blue or no i don't think i can my stomach's not as strong as it used to be yeah i I would yeah i I don't think i could do any food challenge uh sir harmonic blow up uh says i've been recently replaying the uncharted games my favorite series I'll just ask, what do you think about what we've seen from the Uncharted movies so far? I'm not sure as Marky Mark as Sully. I've never played Uncharted, so, like, I have no dog in the fight. Is it out right now? I think it's Oh, yeah, the movie, out. yeah. I've, I've heard, like, decent things, actually. I've heard and heard bad things. I heard people went and saw it because of Tom Holland, and that's about it. I mean, it is Tom Holland. I've never played. Have you played any Uncharted, Blue? Oh, I love Uncharted. Okay. Uh, I haven't heard good things about it, but... But not bad things. Like, I haven't heard that it's fucking terrible. Like, I'm sure I would have heard... I've heard it's all right, basically. Okay, good. Uh, I'm sure I would have heard if it was just the worst thing ever. So I'm glad I didn't hear that, you know? Because, like, I'm sure Sony's trying to make other movies into games. Or other games into movies. Uh, Yeah, I've heard it's all right. Um, Stedrin, uh, says, what's a popular game, uh, everyone seems to love, but you don't like? Stay sweet, boys. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. I fucking hate you. I mean, it's not that I don't like it. I just, I just never give it a try. Um. Lost Ark. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh. People love it. Game the, and I thought that I don't hate it. I just it just it just didn't click for me. Uh, Farnelli asks, "Is there a game from your childhood that you occasionally boot up when you want some nostalgia?" I wish, man. All my, uh, yeah, I do actually. Uh, Ocarina of Time. When I do like randomizers and stuff like that with Derpy, when I do Zelda Ocarina of Time randomizers, those are fucking sick. Like I love Ocarina of Time and that game. Like whenever I play it, I'm literally like ten again. Not even ten. I'm like seven. Okay, hold on. Run that by me again. Uh, do you ever boot up a game for nostalgia? And like, if so, what game? <sighs> Old Pokemon games that I got legally, and I went to my local GameStop yep. to buy used copies. Yep. Of. 
You'll play like red and yellow. Heart, gold, or? soul, silver. Oh, okay, so I'll heart. play. I I went back and played red and yellow, or I went back and played yellow a couple months ago. I'll go back and replay heart, gold, soul, silver every once in a while. Old Pokemon game just gets me. Just gets me. Heart gold is literally the only, uh, the only Pokemon game like I that I played like all the time. You picked a gray one. Um, Quirty upload. Ask, what is your favorite story to tell people, whether it's fictional or something crazy that actually happened to you? Sorry if this is a repeated question. I'm still catching up a year behind in the podcast. Uh, I mean, my go-to, like, if I have a cre- – it's that story where I did ass and it got tased by the cops. <laughs> like, if there's, like – if it somehow – like, I'm not just, like, walking up to a group and, like, telling that story. But, like, if something, like – if acid comes up or if, like, tasing comes up, uh, I I will be, like, I'll tell that story. And it gets a – kick out of people every now and then but i guess that there's not really a story i explicitly tell people to be honest um if someone really wants a cool story i would do the story where i almost got killed by someone and you could check that clip out on bath salts it's on the podcast that's uh, right check that out on gg over easy you could look at that right on the the blue uh, bath salt story yeah check the clips out um, I need to get back on those. Classy asks, um, what are y'all maxes in the gym? Deadlift, squat, bench, etc. Jesus, man. Yeah, I... my max is my max is me carrying my bag. And this is away like... from the gym. And here, I'll answer this like Mister Fruit. Now. I'll I'll answer this as a. Oh, hit Mr. me with Fruit. it. Yeah, hit us with it. Well, like I actually really don't max. Like maxing is actually kind of bad for uh, what you're supposed to do. Um, so if I say like three to five max, uh, that's what he'd probably say. Uh, he wouldn't give you his exact max. Uh, I don't know. I haven't maxed since high school. Like I'm sure my bench max is probably like 145, uh, squat. I'm just going off the top of my head here. Like what I think I could do. Uh, probably like 265 on squat, uh, deadlift. Uh, I don't know like 280 i would assume um power clean probably like uh like 165 and yeah those are all just guesses by the way um trayborn says now that the newest arc of demon slayer has come to a close what are your thoughts on the arc as a whole does it hold up the hype of the previous arc setup and where would you rank it compared to the other previous arcs it's the best thing ever it's It's the best thing ever dude trayborn i see you in the chat it's sick it it's this oh man like bang i think i think christian said it or one or you said it blue last week or when we kind of talked about it a little it was like no animation could do that yeah it was so yeah i didn't even know like an anime could like look like it was like i saw the 4d of it like anime like it was like i've only been living in 3d world in anime and then like they showed me this whole new like it was i like i think blue was like i i i need to pay more for this like i need to pay the studio like i need to see this 20 dollars going into the studio guys pocket now it was sick i don't know how the hell they did that yeah it's like you watch anime in 30 fps and like that anime i was i was watching that shit in 144 i didn't even know that shit could happen yeah it was insane um and it i mean it's 
the best arc for sure. I mean, yeah, I not not just the animation, but like the story itself. Yeah, I think this is the best Demon Slayer cool. arc so far. Um, Johnny Appleseed, uh, who do you think would win in a fight, a silverback gorilla or a grizzly bear? Uh, give me the grizzly bear. I think it has weight by a lot, and it has claws and a, and teeth. Yeah, I feel like the grizzly bear just because it has weapons. Yeah, like it comes in pretty strapped up. And like a gorilla just kind of has Jack Johnson and Tom O'Leary. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree, I agree. Um, Mark Rousset, uh says, content idea. Have you guys considered a doing a Dream Team a D&D campaign in a similar format to the GG Over Easy podcast? You three be a party through, uh, though you could add someone if you wanted, and you can. Uh, you would just need a dungeon master to run things. You guys would have to sit down and record for five hours once a month and cut it into five episodes, then release once every week. See, like... It's a lot of time commitment. Yeah, see, and, like, Mr. Fruit, like, and I know it's almost like a Mr. Fruit kind of thing, is, like, he has his whole day planned out. Like, and for him to, like, have to carve out one day a month for five hours where he just sits and plays D&D, and then, like, Mr. Fruit is not only going to break that down. Like, sir, the idea is cool, but Mr. Fruit's mind goes to analytics. How's it going to do? How's it going to perform? If it doesn't perform well, we just recorded five episodes. You know, it's this whole thing, which we did do a D and D thing, but it was just for like us. I don't think anybody, Dado did upload it to somewhere. I don't know if those videos are public still, but Dado did have like a second channel. He uploaded our games to, but I doubt that's like still a thing. That was like, 2018 i want to say it was a long time ago i love D D though dude i would love i think he might have taken him down because people kept asking when are you continuing this and he was like dude i think so that might have been the thing. good luck <laughs> yeah um i would love to do something D D related again i love it i've I, I was part of a campaign and it was super sick um sloths uh says have you guys gotten covid i just tested positive today so we're vibing uh, I have yet to get it, and I feel like I've won the lottery so far. Yeah, I don't think I've had lucky. it. I don't think... But, like... All right. I have, like, a weird kind of theory. Okay. I think I did have it after TwitchCon. But TwitchCon was September 2019 in San Diego. And, like, let's be real. You know COVID was out there flying around before people were actually getting tested for it and shit. So... Um, I think I got it before then, but I, cause I had never been so sick in my life. I was sick from like the end of September to like the beginning of November. Like it, the whole, I, it was awful and it, I haven't been sick since then too. And then that's when like the pandemic kind of started and stuff. Um, I mean the only times I ever did get sick is when I got my booster. When I got my booster, I got kind of sniffly, but that was it. So me and blue are Neo. I don't think Mr. Fruit's gotten it either. I don't think so either. I think he's... We've all been lucky. Um, Crystal says, imagine, before the COVID era, of course, you guys are going to a con. What con are you going to, and what are you cosplaying as? All right, if I'm going to... Pack South, I'm going to Stankrid. Oh, so you pick Pack South out of every con? Yeah, because I get to go... Because I get to hang out with you guys here. Okay, I see. Uh, See, I'm picking San Diego Comic Con. Just because it's kind of the one. And I'm cosplaying as... Um, 
What the fuck am I cosplaying as? I guess Zenitsu, I guess, is the first thing that comes to my head. Uh, would be who I'd cosplay. Um, next question. Who did you cosplay as, Blue? Thank you, Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh, okay. Uh, Fruity Rasengan says, what is your favorite thematic setting in, in entertainment? For example, steampunk, medieval, gothic, eldritch, etc. This is really important for me to know because I will know how to set up your respective boss fights in my game. Okay. Um, my favorite type of environment is like apoco- like nuclear apocalyptic type shit. Like, uh, like Fallout 3, Fallout 4 type of shit. I like that. Mm. Okay, hold on. You really liked the world in, uh, like, the throne world. I don't know what you would consider that. I like, like, very, like... I like sci-fi, but I like like, space sci-fi. It's almost like Doom, maybe? Like, uh... Kind of how Dune's worlds are kind of set. It's like space sci-fi. Like, I love Star Wars. I love Marvel movies that take place in space, like Guardians and like some Doctor Strange moments, Captain Marvel. Um, there's there's moments in FF where you're in space, and those those are the best moments for me. Like, just some galaxy shit, you know, just some like space opera type beat. Like, that's my vibe. Um, Crazy Yogi says, Hey, homies, did you ever have a holy shit, did that just happen moment? Um, I mean, first one I can really think of is the first St. Jude stream that the Dream Team did. Uh, yeah. Like, right after that. That was pretty... Like, I feel like that year, I think we were, what, the second highest one behind just Dr. Lupo, which everybody was going to be behind, essentially. I think I think that was probably the most insane kind of. I get that end when I got in a car accident. As far as like, biggest holy shit it was the first time we raised money for Saint Jude. It was just insane. What did we raise that year? It was lower because it was like I think we raised like almost hundred k the first year we did it. And then the second holy shit was definitely like a couple years later. Yeah, we, when for some reason we raised like over a hundred, like almost one hundred fifty k for some reason, and we were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Where did this come from? And we it's were all like, because we're of you guys, man. We love you guys, yeah. and like that all just stands from you guys, and just shows the kind of people we have within uh, Fruit Nation, Booty Nation, Soul Nation. Uh, when we all come together to help a help a common goal. Um, question here from Finner, Time Lost. Says, hey, big dogs, favorite restaurant that comes to mind first? I know these type of questions are hard, so give me the first thing that pops into your brain. P.S. Rob, I'm the boner that's sending you pictures of every day 112 I see. Oh. You're the one. You're the one. Um, my favorite restaurant that comes to my head? All right, this is going to sound really white. But I love Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I love I love Cracker Barrel. It tastes really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying the name of a restaurant, Twitch. You can't ban me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, my favorite. I just love my favorite is my hole in the wall fideos down here. If I had to like pick a knot, like a little more chain, chainy restaurant, a little more recognizable, you can go anywhere. Um, fuck, that'd be Taco Cabana. Fuck it, and that's only San Antonio. Fuck. Um, okay, that's, hold on. Come on, Blue. Chain-y. Think of something more. Torchies. Nah, Torchies mid. Uh, for me. Uh, uh, damn it, Whataburger. So that's Texas. It's Whataburger. Fuck. Okay. I mean, Whataburger is like at least more chainy. I feel like is Whataburger only in Texas? I feel like I want to bite into a Whataburger and go, wow, what a burger. <laughs> that's all I want to do. Uh, Z Dog uh, says, anyone still grinding Unite at all? Uh, did they fix Zapdos? No? Oh all right, then I'm not God. playing it. You guys cannot keep talking about Zapdos. Dude, it's the most broken thing ever. It makes every game fucking stupid. I don't want to play any Pokemon Unite until that is fixed. I play Unite every once in a while if there's, like, a cool new skin. I don't spend more than, like, two, three hours a month on it, though. Well, how long are the games? Ten minutes, right? Yeah, so I'll play a couple games, and I'll be like, all right, I got my fill. Um, this question's for Fruit, so we'll skip, um, and we'll get back to him when he's back. Um, Ryle says, I know y'all got, gotta see, uh, Euphoria. It low-key bangs. Yeah, it, yeah, sure, it bangs, but, like, nobody's high school experience is like that. Like, at least mine wasn't. Uh, even remotely close. But, I don't it's know. It's very, um, I'm sure there are some that are like that, but it's very, like, Right, I'm going to have a, a strong Euphoria statement here, and it might oh, boy, be... Here we go. I think the writing of Euphoria is very mid to low mid, low tier. It's not great writing. But the cinematography and like the art style and all that kind of stuff is what saves that show. The cinematography is amazing. Like The, the shots they use and all that kind of stuff is awesome. And I think that is what is a redeemer of the show. I don't think the writing is that great. I like euphoria i think it's great um i will say the writing definitely is super mid uh sometimes um i i think it like i think it's great at depicting addiction and abuse but i don't think it's good at it's it's very it's a it's a very like how do i describe this it's a, it's a very uh, fictional uh, depiction of of what of what teenagers go through. Yeah, maybe I, some teenagers go through it like that, but like Euphoria High is very like, <laughs> all right. Not everyone's just fucking busting it down on that crack line. Like, I mean, I did see some of those things at parties though. Like I didn't see any crap. A hundred percent. But everyone, you know, like for a lot of people, yeah, you see that, but definitely not at the rate. Yeah. You see it in euphoria. And those people weren't like my best friends or anything. <laughs> like, um, I just think that shows really funny in that sense that like, it, it shows like the cheerleaders and the, the cheerleaders are in the, like the most skimpy. And this is where like the old side of me, like, I'm like, that would never fly at a high school and get approved. Like, it's just funny. Uh, Gorilla Man uh, says, with Witch Queen just around the corner, uh, this was, uh, or maybe already out by the time this airs, what are you most excited about the expansion? 
What are your hopes for? I think we kind of touched on that. Um, Estra says, not sure if you already talked about it or not, uh, but thoughts on the final cut scene from the Legendary Witch Queen campaign. We didn't talk about that. Uh, my buds and I were blown away and wanted to hear y'all thoughts if you have already mentioned it, if y'all thoughts on the Gambit update. I mean, Gambit's Gambit, dude. Like, I don't hate Gambit as much as I think the rest of the people do. Um, I I think Gambit is actually pretty fun this time around. I actually I, do like, it, I like the changes to it. Gambit, it's get eight bounties done and play three games. That's what Gambit is. Don't go to Gambit for fun. Like that, just use it as powerful. That's all it is. It's meant for, in my opinion. Uh, but the end cutscene. Uh, I mean, skip a little bit ahead if you don't want spoilers and if you haven't played Witch Queen, I guess. Uh, all right, we'll talk about it now. Um, I don't know what, a, was the dude, the smokehead guy, is that the witness, Blue? Yeah, that's the, well, that's what we can assume is the witness. He um, looked cool. I thought the design was fucking sick. Some people were dunking on it. What? But, like, I think the, I thought it was sick because, you know, people were like making like a bunch of Megamind jokes. No, I thought it was sweet. I like it because he does not look like he belongs in Destiny at all. And that is exactly why... I loved his design. He's just so not doesn't belong in the Destiny universe, and I think that's the point. I thought he so, he looked very like the My Hero character, the dude who makes portals, and he's like just that oh, purple. He looked oh, like yes. that guy. So I thought it was fucking sweet. Like I thought it was like really cool. I I really I like the design. I know not everyone's going to be like some people are going to dunk on it and that's totally fine, but I think having this villain that is just clearly just looks ridiculous and like overpowered and is like mythical and shit in, in a destiny universe where everything has been kind of pretty tame. Yeah. Uh, I think is dope. Yeah. I want, I, I, I want like a, I, I really want like a final face to the, to what like we're doing. Cause like every X pack, it's always like, Oh, it's the darkness. All right, that fucking sucks. Who is the darkness? Yeah. Um, Oko says, uh, been a while, got a job job, so I've been super busy. Blue, what are you hoping to see out of the new Ultimate? I'm going to try to make it to my first, if I can, find a group to put up with my schedule. I just want it. That's all I want. I just love... Is Ultimate like a raid, or... Ultimate is like the hardest raid difficulty. It's just, oh, it's the best season. Okay. Now this is a difficulty that's added to a raid that's already out or? No, it's a totally, okay. it's, it's a totally new raid mechanic wise. Um, they take like the story of an old raid or like an old X pack or something. And they'll make it into like a big, long, extremely difficult version of, a totally new raid with new mechanics and new things. Um, and you get like just sick loot to flex on the normies with. So I'm ready. Yeah. Um, Sir Harmonic asks, uh, anyone uh, going to uh, play Horizon Forbidden West? I've been grinding that game since it came out. And so far, it's definitely way better than the original, which is saying something really. Um. Like I said, I haven't beat the original, but I got like halfway through it and loved it and had a great time with it. Uh, I plan on playing it. It's just there's so many games right now. Like, like I want to play Elden Ring first before I play that. 
So I have to do that first. And then I still have to finish Hollow Knight. And then maybe I'll get to it. So, And then by the time I get to it, it'll be like old news. But I'm, I, I want to play it. Are you going to play it, Blue? Uh, it's on the PS4, right? I want to. I don't want to play it until I have a PS5, which I still don't. So it's like... Yeah. I love the first one. Uh, I'm a huge Guerrilla Games fanboy. So it's just... Yeah, it's just... Uh, yeah, I want to play it. It's just... I really want to play it on the PS5. We'll see. We'll see what... I, I, I'm going to try and play it. It's just hard when you want to get the big, big boy experience. Uh, we got our last question here from Sloths. Pretty important one, I think. Favorite type of pasta sauce and pasta shape? Oh, that's fucked. You can't ask me that. I like um, penne and Alfredo. Keep it simple. I do like the penne. Keep it simple. I think, like, yeah, those the penne type, which, like, just soaks up sauce, is definitely my favorite. Um... Damn, dude. As far as favorite sauce, I do like some fucking cheesy Alfredo. I, we're probably normies, yeah, but I don't care. Very normie. Alfredo is so good. Italians rolling over on their grave right now, but we don't care. Yeah, that sucks. I, I do like the twisty, to... the twisty noodles. Those are fun. Or like the... I do like the twisty, the twisty noodles too. Yeah, the macaroni fun. type. Yeah, I, uh, like I do those. like those. Those are fun um okay guys uh no this was a little shorter episode of the podcast uh but uh, we appreciate you hanging out regardless uh blue where can people find you on the internet what's up guys you guys can find me everywhere at mr fruit also my mr fruit on twitch you guys can find me everywhere at more mr fruit on youtube and mr fruit yt on twitter uh and you guys can find mr fruit everywhere at mr fruit youtube uh, thank you guys all for listening to the episode 122 of the podcast. We'll be back next week where I'm sure Mr. Fruit will be rejoining us. Uh, see you guys until then. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. 
So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.